Well, welcome everyone. We are passionate at Church Alive, helping people fulfill God's potential for their lives. And that means developing, building, coaching, inspiring leaders. And so I hope you'll have a leaning factor that today you can grow. Today you can take on a new mentality, a new mindset. And as you allow God to prune you, lift you, other people to inspire you, learn from you, you can become all that God has destined you to become. Well, welcome Church Alive. Welcome to our online experience. Honoured that you take some time out of your day right now to watch this, experience this. Hope you were into and got into and experienced the worship as well. I know they're doing an amazing job to bring you uh, into not just songs, but the presence of God. I'm going to pray in a moment, but I want to talk to you today about this thought in our Awaken series, Unexpected Heroes. Come on, let's pray together. Let's join our faith together. Let's believe that God's going to encourage, inspire. Man, if you've been going through a hard time, I believe this Word can minister life to you. We're praying for you. We love you as a church. And uh, we're here with you during these times. Father, I thank You right now in the Name of Jesus for the touch of God upon every life. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that You would meet them where they need it. Speak to them where they need it. Lord, build every home strong, every man, every woman, every young person represented, Father. Lord, comfort, heal, wonderful counsellor, speak. Prince of peace, show up in people's lives. Lord, everlasting Father, be mighty and strong in their lives. Mighty God, I pray, show Yourself mighty on their behalf. I believe it. Lord, in Jesus' Name I pray, Amen and Amen. I don't know about you, but I grew up watching probably lots of TV shows and movies like you did or reading certain books. And there was always a hero in most stories you and I watched. I mean, think of Arnold for a moment. Arnold will be on the screen and he'll be back, right? I mean, get the, the chopper. Arnold was always saving the day, saving a woman, saving a city, saving a nation, saving the world. There was obviously Rocky and, and Rocky was really kind of a hero to, to Philadelphia. Uh, there was Rambo and Rambo, man, he was just blowing up everyone and he was saving the day. He's normally saving someone. And then, you know, now a bit more recent, we've got The Rock and he's saving lots of things. It's as if it's written in our soul. And then obviously you've got, you know, Kevin Hart saving the day. I mean, just kidding. No, sorry, Kevin. Uh, yeah, even Kevin thought that was funny. Wasn't that good? That's right. In the chat today, you can put a little LOL sign. You can put, yeah, a little cry sign. If you thought the joke was corny, say nothing. That's what I want you to do. If you thought the joke was bad, no, I'd much you'd rather do that. If you're not already on the chats, make sure you can, you can jump onto the chats through your computer, obviously, and through your phone if you're watching on TV. And that way you can actually interact with people and that would be amazing. Obviously, if you rewind a little bit, you'll see even guys like Bruce Lee, for instance, or John Wayne, and then even like Chuck Norris will jump into the scene and um, he'll just give you a roundhouse kick. And it's as if, again, it's written on our soul that there's a point in time where all of us need saving, all of us need a hero. It's like someone needs saving, a family needs saving, a city, a nation, a, a world actually needs saving. And that theme is written into humanity. Actually, it's written deep all throughout the pages of the Scripture. 
For instance, when Egypt was oppressing Israel, Israel cried out to God and He sent them Moses. God another time sent Elijah. Elijah was the mighty man of faith. Elijah was the one that that prayed and, and, and fire comes from heaven and the people of God were literally abandoning the one true God. And Then they come on back to God through the man, Elijah and the power of God. There's obviously King David, the shepherd boy who slays Goliath. And then there's obviously the ultimate warrior, the one who truly say paid for the sin of the world. And He paid for your sin. He paid for my sin. He paid for our mistakes. And He is that ultimate, ultimate hero who you and I can worship and do worship and is worthy of all actual of our worship. But I believe that God wants to awaken us to the unexpected heroes and the seemingly insignificant moments because although you and I love the hero story, it often puts us in a light that our everyday lives, we can't be heroes because there isn't someone particular to save at that type of moment. There's no music in our background and and you and I aren't doing those kinds of moments. Now in this time of crisis, obviously, the COVID-19 crisis, there's been a lot of, I'd call them unexpected heroes. It's kind of been very quiet, obviously. If you're a sports fan, it's been so quiet on the sports front. I mean, you can watch reruns and so forth, but really the unexpected heroes, the heroes that, to be honest, we celebrate, we applaud. On my window of my house, there's there's some stickers that are applauding the first responders right now because they are the unexpected heroes, the doctors, the nurses, the the ambulance members, the policemen, those who, who are putting their lives actually at risk. And you know, it's actually other people that are the unexpected heroes, those who are willing to be generous, those who are willing to pray, those who are willing to encourage, those who are willing to send a text message or an email, those who are willing to get around other people who are feeling discouraged at different times. And I just wanna say to you, listen, we can all actually be unexpected heroes. We don't need music in the background. We don't need big moments, because I would say the big moments are the overrated moments sometimes, because you might be preparing all your life for some big moment. But let me suggest to you today, making a difference and being an unexpected hero is in the little moments that you and I don't expect. You see, when does humanity shine the brightest? When it simply helps someone in need. Jesus taught this in Matthew chapter 5. He says, let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works. It's the unexpected heroes. I don't know about you, but I, I love Easter season. It was such a different Easter season, but it's just a week before the Easter season. There is Palm Sunday. And if you're not familiar with that, that's the, the Sunday where Jesus is literally walking into Jerusalem Sorry, he was walking and then he jumps on a donkey. He literally is going into the Jerusalem and the people are all around him and they're waving the, the, um, the palm branches. They're waving them everywhere. They're worshipping him. But here's what's interesting about that story. He had asked two disciples specifically to go and to go into another town and to go get the donkey. Here's what's amazing. The fact that they got the donkey, they did not realise that it was actually a critical moment to fulfil prophecy so that people would then have an awakening moment to the gift and who Jesus was. And all of a sudden when they got the donkey and He sat on the donkey, you know what happened? 
They had their eyes awoken. But guess what? It was the unexpected heroes, the two disciples. We don't even know who their names are, but they did a small, seemingly insignificant task, a good work, a action, but that action actually elevated Jesus. Unexpected heroes. You know who's also an unexpected hero of that story? The donkey. You might go, what? We don't even know the donkey's name. We, are, we know nothing about the donkey, but could you imagine for a moment if the donkey was walking into Jerusalem and Jesus was on top of the donkey and people are worshipping Jesus and all of a sudden the donkey thinks they're actually praising the donkey? He would have been a real donkey, wouldn't he? I mean, my goodness, but do you know that you and I, we can be that donkey we can actually think that life is all about us. We can think that we're worthy of praise and honour, but let's be the kind of people, the unexpected heroes, but the humble heroes who are willing to do small things, small things with no music in the background, no seemingly significant moments. Let's be willing to be a donkey so that Jesus can be elevated. Because can you imagine if all of a sudden the donkey stood to its feet and Jesus fell off? That's what often happens when people try to elevate themselves. We've all seen it when a star elevates to a certain position and then all of a sudden it's like the glory and the honour and the praise of men and the opportunities of all the success and all the drugs and all the everything else that comes with the, the trappings of actual success or glory. It's as if it takes down the person because you and I were never meant to receive glory. We were meant to give glory. And when you're honoured or receive glory, you got to give it away and you got to give it to God. You know, when we exalt ourselves, we stand in the place we were never meant to stand in. Today, again, I'm talking about unexpected heroes. One of the most famous passages of Scripture that you don't even have to know the Bible to know this one at all, David and Goliath, is actually a story of an unexpected hero. I want to read the text for a second. The Bible says this in 1 Samuel chapter 17. I'm reading out of the message translation. It says, One day... Jesse told his son, take this sack of cracked wheat and these 10 loaves of bread and run them down to your brothers in the camp and take these 10 wedges of cheese to the captain of their division. He's giving them bread. He's, he's giving them cheese. Check in on your brothers. See how they are getting along all right. He's a concerned father. And let me know how they're doing, Saul and your brothers and all the Israelites in their war with the Philistines in the Oak Valley. Verse 20 said, David was up at the crack of dawn and having arranged for someone to tend his flock, took the food and was on his way. Just as Jesse had directed him, he arrived at the camp just as the army was moving into battle, formation shouting the war cry. I want you to see today that David is an unexpected hero. David shows up to the battlefield untrained, unarmed. He has no warrior outfit on, but God had actually been preparing him. But I want you to see a couple of very, very important lessons at this time. I want you to see that it's interesting that these lessons and these character traits that David had, you and I can embrace so that we can become 
unexpected heroes because David shows up to the battlefield and he becomes a unexpected hero. But let me give you a few thoughts along this. Number one today is this, be willing to receive instruction. Be willing to receive instruction. You know what Proverbs 13 verse 13 says? It says this, whoever scorns instruction, it says will pay for it, but whoever respects a command is rewarded. I want you to see that David received his father's instruction. I want you to see that David was anointed to be the next king and he knew it. So he could have been all prideful all about himself, but he received instruction. He's taking care of the father's sheep. He leaves someone in charge of it. And the Bible says he leaves early in the morning. He leaves early in the morning. He is not lazy. He's, he's not sleeping in. He's not watching Netflix. He's not watching video games. He's leaving early. And when he left, he came at the exact right time when Goliath is stepping onto the field again. And so he begins to hear the war cry of Goliath. You know, I want to say this, that you and I, we need positive role models in our lives. In fact, we need mentors. But the mentor can only be a mentor if the student is willing to listen. Whether or not you have a mentor, whether or not you have someone that you feel like you look up to, understand this, and I hope that you get this, that all of us are being mentored. We're being influenced by people. You just gotta understand that, am I being mentored by the right kind of mentor? You see, I believe that isolation right now Isolation can actually be a gift from God to us so that we can be mentored by His Word, mentored by books, mentored by podcasts, mentored by the right people, or we can choose the wrong people to be mentoring us. But God wants to prepare you, use this isolation time to be a season of preparation time so that when the right time comes, God can use you as an unexpected hero so that He can promote you. Look at the life of David and you will see a man who was willing to receive instruction. Number two today, if you take notes, you can take these notes, obviously on the screen, you can take these notes and on our video chat or on a book somewhere. Be willing to do the small things well. If you wanna be an unexpected hero, if you wanna be a person that creates value to other people, be willing to do the small things well. And I'm not talking about the past. I want you to know that the message of the Gospel, the message of Jesus is a message of transformation. So right now you might look and go, man, I don't do the small things well. I don't even do the big things well, but you can decide to change today. You can say, man, I'm gonna take some lessons from David. I'm gonna do the little things well. He got up early. He, he had someone take care of the sheep. What's he doing? He's showing that, he is responsible and he's showing up early to the battle. I need to point out to you today that humility actually, it is humility and dedication that proceeds to serving people. David was not there to fight. No one believed that David was there to fight, but his humility to his father and his ability to come and say, yes, I'll be the cheese boy. I'll be the pizza guy. I'll literally do whatever it takes. And here's what's amazing. If you will be willing to do whatever it 
takes, then God can place you in the right place at the right time to deliver the right thing to the right person and you will be shocked what a blessing your life will be. Man, I'm preaching, I hope, as well as you're shouting in the chat room right now. Small things. He said, I'm willing to do the small things well. I remember hearing the story of Will Smith. Will Smith talked about some of his dedication. You know, often when you think of maybe a actor and so forth, you, you kind of think they're just talented and yeah, they're good looking, they have charisma. But actually I was hearing the story of Will Smith and he was talking about how, he, how his father taught him hard work, doing the little things well. He said, he, he got him and he got his son his other, his other brother, he said, you're gonna build this wall. It took them a year and a half to build this wall. And when they first started building the wall, they said, Dad, we're never gonna be able to finish this. And he said, here's all I want you to focus on. I want you to focus on one brick at a time. You don't need to build a great wall. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to focus on one brick. I can lay one brick at a time. And he said, after a year and a half, they built this wall and finally he got his father gets to the end and he says, don't ever tell me again that you can't do something. And Will Smith talks about that day I learned to do the small things well. Do you know the Bible says that if you have a gift and every single one of us has, has a gift, where to do it is unto the Lord and where to do it well. The Bible actually says in Romans 12, it says that if you have the gift of mercy, man, what a gift that is so needed in this time when people are going through a hard time. People that have the gift of mercy, they feel more compassionate than the rest of other people. They, they just feel for people. They, they have pain for people. They want to serve people. They want to help. They're like, man, I can do something. And the Bible says, use that gift and use it cheerfully. In other words, don't just help people, but do it, man, with a positive attitude. Do it with a smile on your face. Number three today is this. An I can spirit will set you apart. And I can spirit will set you apart. The Bible says, it goes on to say, David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. And you know what happens? The most powerful man in the nation at that time, King Saul literally laughs at him, says, you can't do that. He, and, and David's was so convinced that God was for him. David was so convinced that he had a different vision of how the, the battle was gonna go, that he as a shepherd boy convinced a king, listen, send me out, I can fight him. It was an I can spirit will actually set you apart. Listen to what he says. In verse 37, he says, the Lord who rescued me, from the poor of the lion and the poor of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord will be with you. Where do you get an I can spirit? Where do you get it from? I want you to notice that David's isolation was where he tapped into that I can spirit because he didn't just have a I can spirit, he had a great I can spirit talking of the great I am and he leaned into God. He got to know God, guess where? In isolation. He was a shepherd boy. He's hanging with sheep and, and he had no one but bah, 
and God and he had to lean and learn and rely on God. Could it be that sometimes the times when you feel isolated, when you feel like you're a bit alone, these can be the greatest preparation times of your life. It is in isolation that God prepared him to promote him. In isolation, I believe this, that God prepares us. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, it says death, it says in life, literally are in the power of the tongue. That that small little thing inside your mouth says death and life are in the power of the tongue. It says, and those who love it will eat the fruit of it. I can't think of a better time for you to be surrounding your life with positive speech, with faith-filled speech, with God is for me. You might've lost a job, but you say, man, sometimes, uh, my, my source dried up, but that doesn't mean my provider has dried up. I wanna illustrate this for a second. Listen, I wanna encourage you, if you're working for someone scared about losing your job, or maybe you even lost a job or lost some of your income. One day there's a famine in the land, a little bit like the, 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 the land of now. And God speaks to a man named Elijah and He says, go to the river or the ravine. And he says, and I will feed you there. And He fed him in morning. And he fed him in, in, the, in the nighttime. God provided for him then. And then the Bible says that the ravine dried up. Now, here's what's unusual. God blessed him in the ravine. God provided for him in the ravine. The ravine in essence was his job. But please understand that his, his, his ravine had dried up, but his provider had not. Your ravine, your job may have dried up a little bit, but your provider has not. That's why you and I need to keep trusting God. That's why you and I don't need to get around people who are negative and talking about how, how the economy's bad and terrible. Understand, hey, God is for your economy. Listen, understand, there's never a recession, there's never a depression in heaven. You want God to open up the windows of heaven over your life. That's why it's so important to honour Him. That's why it's so important to honour Him and worship Him and say, God, even in the tough times, I'm going to honour You. I'm gonna give to You. I'm going to worship You with my finance. And I'm believing that You're gonna be my provider. Philippians chapter four, the Apostle Paul said to the church of Philippi, he says, my God shall. Meet all of your needs according to His riches in glory. Why could He say that? He could say that because His God had, His God was and His God will. And I wanna tell you today, God has provided your need, God is providing your need and God will provide your need. But you're gonna be like David in the time of, in the time of battle. There is a battle, there is a fight. But you need to have a different spirit. And I wanna encourage you to use this time, this time of maybe just very different isolation, this time of maybe just hanging out with a few friends and family, but use this time to lean into the Word of God. Use this time to to listen to the right things that are gonna feed your spirit. It is not often the one message that changes your life. It's the many messages that change your life. You know, the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, it says, faith cometh. But I found this, faith also goeth. So you've got to keep allowing 
faith to come, faith to get on the inside. Man, you can have a better marriage. You can um, be the person you're meant to be. You can move forward in life. Hey, work sometimes on you. If you lost a job, can I say get more discipline? Work on you. When you get out of this challenge, this trial, be a better version of you. And all of a sudden, you'll be an unexpected hero to someone because you've been working on you. I want to let you know today that God was working on David when no one knew it. God was working on David when no one saw him. And honestly, his own father bypassed him when the prophet came to town and said, I'm gonna anoint someone in your home to be the next king. David didn't even get the call up. He, his seven brothers got called and, and, and Samuel the prophet is like, don't you have another son? And he literally had to call him again. That means to tell me this, when, when, when man has bypassed you, when man has overlooked you, that doesn't mean that God has overlooked you. God watches, God rewards, the Bible says. God blesses, His, His eyes are actually on the righteous and His ears are attentive to their prayer. God is preparing you. Could you use this time as preparation time? John the Baptist was really hidden from people until God brought him out for the ministry. Jesus was alone by Himself for 40 days, but then after 40 days, He came out in power. The Apostle Paul saw Jesus in the sky and he had a shorter time of isolation. His time was just three days and three nights, but he didn't see, he couldn't eat. But during that time, he'd just seen Jesus. He'd been awoken to the reality that Jesus actually was the Messiah. And then he had three days where really all he could do was reflect about what his life was doing and, and being. And he realised he was so wrong. Reflection is a powerful tool for transformation. Let this isolation be a time of transformation. But I wanna tell you, man, if we will allow this time to be a time of transformation for us, a time of revelation for us, a time of building faith in us, then there will come more unexpected heroes out of this crisis. There will come people who are more ready, more on fire, more of their lives are lined up to the purposes and the plans of God. So I wanna encourage you. Well, I wanna commend the unexpected heroes who are serving people all over New Jersey, all over America. I wanna uh, want commend the unexpected heroes in our church who've been just generous so that our church can be generous. Thank you. Maybe no one ever knows your name. Maybe no one ever gives you a certificate, but let me tell you, God sees it. God is blessing it. And I just wanna tell you today that it is time to awaken the unexpected heroes. Don't look for the big moments to make a difference. You can make a difference every single day. Start though with your family. Make a difference there first. And then your sphere, your circle of influence, then you can make a difference there. Hey, I wanna talk to you for a second if you've never received the person of Christ. Isn't it amazing that the message that has been written on the hearts of mankind is that we need a hero. Every book, every movie 
seems to align to this, that there's something wrong and we needed a hero. It's actually the message of the Bible if you've never thought about it. All of us need a hero. All of us need someone to reconcile the God-shaped hole in us. Every, every single one of us needs someone to, to bridge the gap between God and man. That man was Jesus, the God-man. He loved you so much. He loved me so much that He literally died upon a cross for us. And when He died upon a cross, He said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. They didn't realise they were literally crucifying the Son of God, the the sent One of God. They didn't realise it. And so many times you and I don't realise until later that when we're living life our own way, we're not just hurting God, but we're hurting other people. But God wants to reconcile you and Him through the person of Jesus. And if you're willing today to put your faith in Him, to turn and say, God, I'm, I'm, I'm no longer trusting myself. I'm, I'm not gonna be like the donkey and think that the praise and adoration is about me, but no, I'm gonna stay low like the donkey and allow Jesus to be elevated over my life. Then God will bless your life and God will move in your life and you'll be called a son and daughter of the Most High God. So right here, right now, I would love to take a moment to pray with you to pray with you. And I just wanna to talk to you right now. I wanna pray with you right now. If you've never received Christ, I'm gonna pray a simple prayer. And that prayer will connect you to a person. I've been getting a little hot, been getting a little active as I've been communicating with you today. But I wanna take a moment right now to ask you, would you close your eyes? Would you bow your head? Father, I thank You. Repeat these words after me. Father, I thank You that You loved me so much that You gave Your Son. Today, I believe. I believe. I ask You, come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Saviour. Be my very, very best friend. Have you prayed that today? I want you to take out your phone just in a moment of prayer, but this is such an important moment. Just take your phone out and I want you to text CONNECT7, CONNECT7 to 97000. And if you'll do that, our church community will be able to bless you and send you a free book by a friend of mine, Samuel Duth, called Following Jesus. And, and I just believe it's so important that if you pray that with us today, we wanna help you take next steps. It's a free book. We wanna resource you. And hey, if you're needing prayer at this time, please jump on the chat and, and, um, and, and say, hey, I need prayer at this time. And, and also we're doing right after the service today, we're gonna be doing Zoom parties and Zoom parties are just a place for you to go and connect to other people who are also been watching or been part of our church or haven't ever been part of our church, but they've been watching online and you can jump into a little Zoom party and you'll be just meet some people. They'll, uh, you'll have an opportunity to laugh about something, pray about something, and also talk about the specifics of the message so that you can not just hear the Word, but really process it and apply it to your life. And I think that's gonna help your life in such a unique way. I wanna pray for you as we end today. Father, I thank You for every person watching. I thank You for every life. And in the Name of Jesus, bless Your 
sons and daughters. Bless them exceedingly and abundantly, I pray. In the Name of Jesus, Amen and Amen. God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you.